When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Welcome back to Draft Vice. We are now doing a fantasy football episode of Draft Vice. And we are here. It is me, the Walter, and I'm here with Harry the Van S. Hello. You can follow him at Harry Van S on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch, B R O J O. Death is in the end of life. Punch, that delicious drink. And uh, you can follow the podcast at Draft Vice on Twitter and at Draft Vice underscore football on the Instagram. I would definitely check out the Instagram. We also have a website. We got a Facebook page. We got everything, folks. And uh, we are here talking about fantasy because, th- dude, it's the the, the biggest dra- uh, fantasy draft weekend is this weekend. Yep. And everybody is... Uh, yeah, everybody's looking to draft their players. You know, you obviously don't want to do it before preseason because tons of injuries already. Saw what happened with Lamar Miller, and uh, which was by far the biggest loss the AFC South experienced yesterday oh yeah yeah lamar miller was that big big loss yeah i i do like who's gonna probably be replacing uh, ex cleveland brown duke johnson yes who just got traded to them recently uh dude he's a solid player i think he can be a three down back i don't know why he was never really utilized as that now the browns have nick chubb so they don't need him and they also have yeah. kareem hunt as a backup mm-hmm. so Kareem Hunt as a backup a guy who led the league in rushing two years ago really solid option as a backup right so with uh, with that being said, I like Duke Johnson. I just don't like the Texans' offensive line. I think yeah. uh, D- Deshaun Watson might get de- uh, dying this year. He might die. Yeah. So, for, for fantasy wise, I'm moving Duke Johnson up, man. Like I, I think mm-hmm. I have him as a, at least a top twenty four. He's down definitely an RB two. And plus his yeah, and maybe he could just like switch Lamar Miller's spot out with Duke Johnson because well, know. I also think he's better. And he's yeah. also a better pass catcher, and they yeah. traded for him already with an intention of using him. Now he's going to have whatever Lamar Miller's production was, plus the fact that he he is he's probably one of the best route running running backs in the yeah. NFL. He is he's a legit receiving threat, and when you have a guy like that, the versatility he can run in you know inside and out. And now that also they're not going to get a lot of push from that offensive line, but. He, I am very intrigued uh, at Duke Johnson as a three-down back. Yeah. So I look forward to seeing what comes out of that. He's moved up to probably like the the by the time after this comes out, there will be official ranks for Duke Johnson, but probably RB24 and might even be higher. Because also Marlon Mack's probably going down in my rank too. Although I, I don't know if I'm – I might not move him down because I don't know if you heard. There's a guy who may or may not have retired – Yep. Uh, his name was the Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck. Andrew yeah. Luck retired out of nowhere. And this is, dude, this is throwing every rank everybody's ever had into a, a, a frenzy. What do you do with Marlon Mack? What do you do with T.Y. Hilton? What do you do with, you know, if you had Eric, Eric Ebron, Ebron yeah. or any of the, the receivers that are on that team? You know, Jacoby Brissett, you know, I what was it? T.Y. Hilton was wide receiver 27 with Jacoby Brissett. So, yeah, I can understand uh, two years ago. So I can understand maybe keeping Ty as a like wide receiver two three like spot, but like he's no longer a top fifteen receiver. Yeah. Like even if you think he could be better than that, I mean at this point, uh, uh, by the time I release my new ranks on this, it it's gonna be he moves down, probably the next I, I probably down by you know you're in the Josh Gordon range kind of deal guys who you're just not entirely sure of but can probably pop and be a solid player. Yeah. So now Jacoby Brissett has a better O line than when he played two years ago. 
So he might be, he might end up being fantasy relevant. You know, he might be a good streamer eventually because he's mobile. And I think you had a friend of yours that you were. Yes, you were gonna... I do. I think uh, I'm the exact, I have the exact opposite like idea about the Colts QB situation. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to struggle first four games, which is luckily, luckily Chad Kelly comes off a suspension, comes in, takes over starring job and he balls out. Like, he, he would have started for Denver last year if he didn't, you know, just casually stumble into somebody's house looking for Marco. I mean, like, who hasn't stumbled into a house looking for somebody named Marco? Right. I, I do. I remember when that came out, and I was like, that's such a weird story. Like, why why were you randomly in somebody's house? <laughs> drugs, drugs, drugs. That's what it like, does to you, man. Like, you, on his mugshot, like, I remember one I was looking at you, the other was, like, looking for you. And see, now this is a, with fantasy, this changes my whole rank setup because Andrew Luck was originally going to be my QB3. Then he was like the injury risk. I put him at QB7. Now he's off the board. Uh, I now have Carson Wentz as QB3. Wow. Because I think there's a more, I think there's a better likelihood that Carson Wentz makes it to the playoffs than Deshaun Watson. I think there's a better we chance that Wentz will be more productive than Deshaun Watson. No, I love uh, It's like I like Carson Wentz, think he's a really handsome dude. But I, I just, I'm just not, not buying that he could stay healthy for a whole year. You know, dude, they built up that offensive line. No, they did, uh, and it's it, dude. They have backups that could start on other teams. I, I just, uh, I truly believe the uh, Eagles are back. Like, the, the game, the team to beat in the NFC yeah. East this year. But like, who, like who, wait, who got hurt the other day? Was it like uh, for the Eagles? I forgot which quarterback was it that got hurt. Oh, Sudfeld? Yes, yeah, fucking Sudfeld. And then Kessler, too, the ex-Brown. Yeah, I, I don't see them being, like, good. Like, I still wouldn't Well, take. no, that's why they signed Josh McCown. I know, but I watched the Josh, Josh McCown. I, I watched Josh McCown play last year, and trust me, he's... No, he was good, like... But two, he'll have time. No, he was good two years ago, but... So you know what it is? You you handcuff your Carson Wentz... Don't handcuff quarterbacks. Handcuff your Carson Wentz with your, uh, with your Josh McCown pick. Yeah. Make sure you don't lose out on that Eagles... Exciting! All actually, one guy I want to talk about from the Eagles. He's not going to be a big player this year, but he made some moves in the preseason. Was JJ Arcega Whiteside? Yeah, dude, I liked him coming out of the draft. Mm -hmm. Just he has that ability. Was, was that to... the run back from Penn State? No, no, no that's oh. Miles Sanders. Okay, that's uh, that's the other guy that everybody's been talking about too. But JJ Arcega Whiteside's a receiver, and he, uh, I, I get glimpses of uh, what's his name, Devonte Adams, with him. Yeah, like him. It, it just really good release off the line of scrimmage, good at boxing out people, good catching with his hands. Can, it, it's great, solid route runner. I I like JJ. I just don't think he's going to be – I think if Nelson Aguilar gets traded or gets cut, yeah, I think you'll see a lot more which, out of him. Which might, was like, which might happen because I remember he uh, – didn't he like sexually assault a stripper a few years ago? I'm pretty sure he did. Was that Aguilar? It was, I'm pretty sure it was Aguilar. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. Um, and so then now you know. And now there's also the Zeke Elliott and Gordon holdouts that we got to talk yep. about because those were uh, Zeke Elliott. I don't know where to put him in ranks. Like I have him one minute at Q at RB five when I think he might only miss a couple of games, mm -hmm. and then I have him all the way down to like RB eleven where I'm like, I'm like hold out the entire season. Could yeah, could he? Because at this point he might as well if he's not getting what he wants. And I feel like a deal is not going to get made one minute. And then I feel like when I feel two like big heads going at Jerry Jones and uh, Zeke, Zeke Elliott. And you also have to remember they have a bunch of other guys they need to pay. They're going to need to pay Dak soon, and they also have Amari Cooper's going to want Michael Thomas type. Money. And they just paid Jalen Smith, uh, Jalen yeah. Samuels. Yeah, they did. 
So, uh, Jim Smith. Um, so that, I don't know, man. I just don't know what to do with the Zeke Elliott situation. I, and I think what you do is if you do draft Zeke Elliott, you almost have to spend like an eighth or almost a ninth rounder on uh, Tony Pollard. Yeah. Who might be his backup or might be his handcuff. Now, the thing with Tony Pollard is, is that, is he going to be the, if, if I knew Tony Pollard was going to be the every down back without Zeke, yeah, I'd take Zeke in like the, the first round. I'd take Tony Pollard like, as a later pick and you'd at least know you have everything locked up but and maybe he's worth it at that point but you don't know if tony pollard's if it's going to be a running back by committee like yeah. it's going to be three different running backs mm-hmm. playing so i don't know man it's a it's a scary situation when you look at the the zeke elliott thing for fantasy yeah and that offensive line is great zeke's a great runner he he makes the O line better, and that O line is already the best good. run back at like running it like straight up the gut. Like if I if I need to go like to the outside, I'd pick Saquon Barkley. But if, but if it's just to get first down or just run it through the gap, it'd be Zeke. Hundred. I think Saquon's a better athlete. I think oh, Zeke's got that. better vision yeah. and power, and oh. and also I think Saquon's a better route runner mm-hmm. and a better receiver. But when it comes to just trying to go through, just go through people at Zeke. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. I, I don't know what to do with this, and I, I, I feel like it it's your gut that has to come up on it, that you go, okay, I feel like he's going to be there this week. I put him at RB5. Because if he hasn't reported yet, but you feel good about it, I could see take – you think he's going to maybe miss one or two games. He's worth a first-round pick. Yeah. And then you're you're probably, you know – and you take Tony Pollard. Because yeah. him at 10 games is still great. Mm-hmm. If you think he's going to miss the whole season – that the 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 Cowboys or him aren't gonna go ahead and like go ahead and uh, meet, then you blew a first round pick. Yeah. So I go all the way from RB five to RB eleven sometimes, and it it really kind of it, it's a weird situation. Yeah. And then there's Melvin Gordon who's going like third fourth round now. Yeah, he's holding out too. And I think he's really gonna hold out into the season. If he misses one or two games and you get him in the third or fourth round, he's a steal. Or if bad. he gets traded. Ooh. How about this? Melvin Gordon for Zeke Elliott straight up because Cowboys are not going to have to pay as much for Melvin Gordon, and they got a great line. And plus, you know, the Chargers, they got more money to spend, and and they could use that on Zeke also. So it's that's not that going to happen, of course, but that... That might be a, a funny, like, gameplay of, like... Because not for nothing, I like Melvin Gordon a lot. I think Melvin Gordon's underrated. You're not losing a huge step on Zeke, and they he would take the deal that Zeke got offered. So. Oh, with a... Yeah. So I, I actually don't mind that idea. With Melvin Gordon, you know, the thing is Austin Eckler has independent value, mm-hmm. which has a, a plus and a minus. On the upside, you know, even if you spend a draft pick on Austin Eckler, it'd probably be a sixth round pick. Yeah. You're even if Melvin Gordon comes back, you could probably keep him as a, a flex player. But uh the the big problem is, is that you have to spend a third round pick and a sixth round pick on one position almost. Yeah. That on one team, on one player. And it's kind of a weird way to try to, like... Yeah, it's a, you're handcuffing. So, you're trying to lock up those two players. You're trying to keep it together. You don't want to end up losing out on... Now, granted, I think that offensive line is going to take a step back. That Russell Okun might not play this year. So, that's a big part. Losing your left tackle is a very big deal. And then there's also Justin Jackson, who's probably going a few rounds later, that you might want to take a flyer on, especially if you missed out on Austin Eckler. So... That was uh, a lot of the most recent stuff. And then I'm also kind of down on the Arizona Cardinals. I think we talked about yeah. this. That offensive line's already kind of gross. And then, you're like I was saying another time, uh, 
Cliff, I'm not quite sure Kingsbury knows how to run an NFL offense. Like, there's just certain things you're seeing with Kyler Murray in the preseason, where how they're running some of these uh, these these schemed plays that they're not. This isn't like watching Matt Nagy or Frank Reich. Now, maybe we get to the first game of the season and he's just playing games with us and making us look like and making look like he's an idiot because you know, like he set up the center kind of on an island. Yeah, but. And then, uh, I don't know, I, I'm just not a huge fan of drafting anybody on the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not quite sure where I take, I, I'm like a little bit more worried about David Johnson than yeah, he's, I was before. Yeah, he's been banged up before, and like Walter said, have a they just have a bad offensive line. And, and a yeah. weird scheme. Yeah. So, uh, we were going to talk about five, uh, five big, uh, five bold predictions, for each fantasy. one of us, for fantasy. Bold. Because the bold, the brave, the beautiful... Yes. Fantasy football. Well, now without Andrew Luck, I think my first bold prediction is Jacoby Brissett will be a top 15 quarterback in the NFL for fantasy. I know your instant response to that is going to be... Wait, wait, uh, don't, don't, don't spoil it. Oh, don't spoil it. I want to be... He's a running quarterback. He's got a better offensive line than when he previously played. He's got a few more weapons than he used to. He's been in Frank Reich's system for a bit. He knows like what Frank Reich wants from him. They're going to be able to run the zone read with him. They're going to be able to do a lot of different things with Jacoby Brissett. And he's being he's been prepped for this. I think they, they knew for a while now that this was a possibility. So I think they went into it knowing, hey, we'll get him prepped. We'll get him going. We're going to build a system that will work for him. And I think I, I believe enough in Frank Reich and Matt and Ballard to go ahead and at least try to win with him this year and try to get some points. And like I say, he's a running quarterback. He's going to have T.Y. Hilton. He's going to throw a couple of deep balls to him. Let's see how it goes. I'm going the exact opposite. I think Jacoby Brissett is going to struggle. Going to be like 1-3 like they were like the first four games last year. So then coming off suspension, Chad Kelly's going to come out shooting. No pun intended because remember he threatened to shoot up a bar one time. But hey, that's because he's a badass and he could do it. <laughs> you know, Chad Kelly, like anytime he's gotten action in the preseason, he was just been balling out. He's also a great running quarterback. Guy's got a gun. He, that one time it was unintentional. But yeah, as, as long as he stays away from parties at Von Miller's house, I think uh, you can expect to see Chad Kelly starting. And I think he's going to be winning with the Colts. I really do believe, really am high on Chad Kelly. Well, yeah, so we are totally opposite on our Indianapolis Colts fantasy takes, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still don't think T.Y. Hilton starts as a, and, and this isn't a bold take, this is just me saying, I don't think he's going to end up being a top 24 receiver. Who I do think is going to be a top, I think top 20 receiver for fantasy is Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I think he's going to be this yeah. year's Adam Thielen. People are going to underrate him, and he's going to end up being a lot better than people were expecting because people forget, him and Odell both led the league one year in run after catch. So now you have both of them on the same team. You can't double cover both of them. You're going to leave somebody open between the two of them and Rashard Higgins. It's going to be a dangerous, uh, you know, Baker has a lot of weapons. I think he's going to be throwing short a lot. That offensive line's not going to be able to hold up very long. Uh, I think that Nick Chubb's going to get a lot of passes as well. But I think Jarvis Landry's going to get a lot of work out of the slot. And I think he's going to be getting a lot of those first downs. And now Baker has more chemistry with Jarvis as well, getting a full offseason to work with him. So that is my uh, bold prediction number two. All right, my bull prediction number two, Todd Gurley is not worth a first-round pick. I know it's like I know he's been statistically the best the past two years, but 
Yeah, and he wasn't 100% when a Super Bowl run, obviously, because they were having C.J. Anderson carry most of the load, who's, you know, he's a decent, like, third down back, but he's not nothing more than that. You spe- especially you don't play him when uh, Todd Gurley's your guy. And they just got this kid from Memphis, and I think they're going to take the guy from Memphis at number 27. Uh, it's like, I, I'll, re- I'll remember. Oh, uh, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, Daryl Henderson. I think I heard they're going to try and, take some of the load off of Todd Gurley, which is smart move in my opinion. But also you have to remember, like, Todd Gurley, like, came into this league fragile because, remember, like, his last He already year, had a knee issue. Yeah, he he destroyed his knee in Georgia, and, and people were amazed that... It feels like every yeah. Georgia running back ever. Except Sonny Michelle. Like, he hasn't gotten he's hurt. got a knee issue. He's got, he, was the, he had a knee scope last year. He's had knee issues this year. He's, he's got arthritic knees. He's got the same exact problem as Todd Gurley. Damn, you're right. And then there's uh, Nick Chubb, another Georgia running back. Yeah, who, who's banged up. Well, he just uh, he eviscerated his knee when he was at Georgia. Oh, yeah, that's right. They put it back that. together. Yeah, I forgot about that. But now he's not been that bad, so I don't yeah. know what's going on. Uh, great doctors, great responsibility. Uh, I guess my other bold prediction... Shouldn't be a Browns prediction, right? I think it's going to be D.D. Westbrook is a top 24 receiver mm. in fantasy. These are both receiver predictions, I guess. I will have to find a running back by the time we get to this next bold prediction. But D.D. Westbrook is going to be, the I feel like, the number one on the Jaguars. I think Nick Foles can pass the ball. You know, if, if they're a functional offense, then I think it he's worth the pickup. And... D.D. Westbrook will be the number one, and I think he'll get a lot of play all over the field, but also out of the slot. Dude's athletic. He's versatile. He he he's a very he's only, he's built like almost a skinny, fast running back, but playing wide receiver, he's a decent route runner. Uh, you know, there's he had some off the field issues, but he's kind of like a Tyreek Hill, where the, he was people were willing to overlook the the off the field for what he can do, and we've seen glimpses of it the last two years. And I think Nick Foles is much better than Blake Bortles, and I think he'll. He'll at least show a little bit. I think John D. Filippo knows what works for him. So, my my uh, hot take is D.D. Westbrook will be a top twenty four fantasy wide receiver. All right, and my third hot take, I'm gonna say it right now. Evan Ingram will be more valuable at tight end than Zach Ertz, because because th- think of it. Ooh, that is an interesting. Yeah. One. Well, think of it like all the Giants receivers are gone. So when it's when the ball's not going to Saquon Barkley. It's going to be going to Evan Ingram more often than not. You know, also, also you'll have to worry about Carson Wentz. Like it's it's a big downgrade going from Carson Wentz to uh, Josh McCown going to you. So it could go from Wentz to McCown in just a snap. And also, you have to remember they have Dallas Goddard also who will be taking. Well, there's a lot more weapons in yeah. that offense this year. There's oh, Dallas yeah. Goddard. There's N- uh, Nelson Aguilar, mm-hmm. Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson. Oh yeah, I forgot Jackson's back with them. They also so, yeah. have a running back who could pass catch now in Miles but, Sanders. Uh, don't they have Jordan and, Howard now also? Yeah, but he can't catch balls. Know, he has yeah. no idea how to catch. Yeah, that's true. He he's dropped more balls than uh, a Vegas stripper. A kid in puberty. Oh, there we go. That's... So, yeah. Um, I think this next one's got to be a running back one. I think Matt Breida is better than Tevin Coleman this year in fantasy by a long shot. I think he's going to end up being the uh, – I think he's going to end up being a top – I don't have him ranked as a top 20 RB, but I could see it happening, and I could see him being RB 15 and beating Tevin Coleman in points. I just – I think he he has more. He's he is the better vision. He's the better running back. He might not be the better pass catcher. And he might not be the better athlete. But I feel like he's the better running back. Right. 
So, and for some reason, Shanahan's systems team seem to do really well with running backs. So, only problem is their O line in the middle is a little suspect. So, hopefully, they figure all that out. All right, my pick. This probably isn't really that much of a hot take, but I'm just gonna say it anyway. I'm picking Alvin Kamara to lead the re- league in rushing. I know it's. I not, dig it. That's that... re- that's really not. I know it's not that hot, but just think of it like this way, Zeke. He good chance he's not gonna make the whole. He's not gonna play the whole year. You know, Todd, I mentioned Todd Gurley's issues with injuries in the past, and yeah, I guess you do have Saquon Barkley, but again, Giants O line isn't great and stuff. It is better though. It is, it is that better. the addition of Zeitler, the you know, I think Will Hernandez is gonna take a step forward this year. You also have at least two average tackles, yeah, and then they believe in Holapio at center. Mm-hmm. So between those guys, I think it's actually not a bad setup yeah. at offensive still, line. Still not as bad as the Saints offensive line, also. Those Saints have a great offensive line, but you also have to remember Breeze is getting up there, so you're going to have to rely on the run game with Kamara more. And he's also just going to get more carries now that Ingram's gone. So, I, I like that idea. I like that thought. I almost had Kamara as my number one at, in fantasy this year, and I, I was I, I fuck I can see any of the top three guys at four if you count Zeke being the number one in fantasy for your pick. And I Kamara is amazing. I think Kamara is a great route runner. As a running back, he can catch the ball really well. He also can run in between the tackles. And I've said this before, Saints addressed the offensive line when they lost Unger mm-hmm. by getting somebody in free agency and drafting somebody. If there's anybody who I don't worry about as far as their offensive line, it's the Saints. Yeah. So I think they have a top five offensive line this year. And I think Kamara, there's a lot to like about him. Now my big worry with Kamara is there, you know, there's always injury risk with running backs. He's oh, not yeah. built the most sturdy. Nah. So I dig it with Kamara. My, are we in the last one or the fourth? Yeah, we're in the. I think we're in the fifth. Cause, we're in the yeah. fifth. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. Do I pick quarterback, or is it just not worth it with the quarterbacks? Hmm. I didn't do a tight end, right? No, I don't think so. There's not really much to say about tight ends. Maybe I'll go back to running back. I think. I think the hmm, what's a good one that probably be a good shocker. I think oh we already have, we talked a bit about the Lamar Miller thing with Duke Johnson. Yeah, I think Duke Johnson is a top twenty running back for fantasy. Yeah, not bad. And I, I think not because that O line is going to be great, but he's dealt with bad O lines before when he was on the Browns and they like basically tore up the offensive line. He he will find a way to to work and win, and I think that he he fits what Deshaun Watson needs mm-hmm. as a running back, yeah. where he can pass block, he could also pass catch. He's you know especially when your your offensive line's not doing anything, the the checkdown is going to be the next best thing. Yeah. So, I, I'm gonna say Duke Johnson, especially in PPR, will be a top twenty. I think he can even make it up to fifteen. Oh, and and for a, also a side note, I think. Chris Carson is outside of the top 25 in fantasy. Yeah. I don't really see the big thing about Chris Carson. And probably my last hot take, I think I think Sonny Michelle is a solid choice at, as a number two running back. I actually like Sonny Michelle. Yeah. And I've had him higher than a lot of other people, yeah. and I'm shocked that he's going so late in a lot of drafts. No, you're, you're like, it's always, it's like it's always safe that he's going to be putting up 
running back with the Pats. He may not get as much carries, but he's going to make the most out of them. Like I remember a few years ago, I was able to uh, I was able to win a game. So like I had like no good running backs. Like my best running back was Legarrette Blunt, but he won a won a few games for me just by like. Remember, it was Jacoby Brissett was starting for the Pats. It was against, Thursday night against the Texans. Then all they did was just run it down with LeGarrette Blount. He scored like two touchdowns, I think, had over 100 yards. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that. And he, and like what, I think Sony Michelle like scored, but like what, all of, all but one of like New England's touchdowns during the playoffs. So, I like Sony Michelle. I like Sony Michelle. I like that the, the Patriots do like to run the ball. Uh, they do a little bit of the RB by committee thing, but yeah. I think they're going to try to utilize Sony Michelle while they can, mm -hmm. especially because he has three down back ability. Yeah. He can do everything right. He's a good inside runner. He's a tough runner as well. I, I like Sony Michelle, man. I, I wish I, I, I almost kind of wish I put him up a little bit higher, but I think he's in that. Sp I, I, th I have him as a top 20 running back. I think I, and I, would, I like him and Aaron Jones in that area, Carry yeah. on Johnson. Of those that that field of running backs, I think there's value to them. Yeah. So, I that wraps up our bold predictions, man. I just, I just realized something like, like two out of like four out of my five picks were either either had to do with Ole Miss guys or Georgia guys. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you can follow Harry at Harry Van Ness on Instagram, and don't you have a show coming up, Harry? I'm glad you asked because, as a matter of fact, I do. I'm going to be performing at Miked Up to. It's a local showcase at, at Levity Live Comedy Club hosted by the very funny Dave Saitzik. That's in Nyack, New York? Yes, Nyack, New York. West September Nyack. yeah, September 5th. show starts at 8, but should probably get there a little bit earlier. And I'll have Chrissy Mayer headlining, one of the top headliners in New York City. So please check that out. And uh, if you want, you can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can check out the website at DraftVice.com. And, uh, but I think the Instagram, probably the best spot to find us. You could also follow us on Facebook. We got so many ways of following us. Uh, you can follow us home at night. And, uh, you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B R O J O Death D E A T H Punch P U N C H, in case you don't know what those words were. And, uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, subscribe, leave a review, preferably five stars. And if you're watching this on the YouTube, uh, subscribe, lag it, leave a comment, and share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your grandma, share it with your sister. Peace. Yeah. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to